Hello, this is Rodney Harrier, the author and host of this one-year daily chronological Bible studies podcast. If you wonder what the Bible is about and how it applies to you, or are confused about how the events, characters, and writings fit together, you have come to the right place. In each episode, we go through passages of the Bible in proper chronological order and give you insight into what they mean and how they apply to you. This episode is entitled, Alienated and Misjudged. Welcome back. Today's Bible reading is Job 19 through 21. Have you ever been alienated from acquaintances, friends, and loved ones? Someone judged you unfairly and then separated her contact from you. Although you know you are right, she doesn't think so. She no longer invites you to parties or family functions, and you can no longer go out with your friends. When you called her to spend time together or get a reason for her aloof behavior, Suddenly you get silence on the other end. Then you receive elusive answers, or she hangs up on you. What do you do when you feel alienated and misjudged? The patriarch Job lived around the time of Abraham. He lost his family, friends, servants, business, respect, and even his health in a short manner of time. He doesn't understand why. He has always lived a righteous life, and God has blessed him in every way. Now Job's family and friends separate from him, and he feels alienated from God. Yet he can find no reason for the distance. The heavens are like a brass ceiling. God doesn't answer his prayers. He believes the Lord is unfairly punishing him, and he doesn't see God's purpose. Job's friends think they know the answer. They believe that God only brings trouble to those who are evil. Job is in terrible pain. Therefore, he must have done something horrible. Theory, however, does not always match reality. Things are not always as they appear, and what is usually true is not always true. Kind counselors will listen to their friends. They won't try to fit them into prefabricated molds, and they won't give the impression that they have all the answers. Real friends will console those who are suffering. Job's friends, however, are not helpful. Then Job replied, How long will you torment me and crush me with words? Ten times now you have reproached me. Shamelessly you attack me. If it is true that I have gone astray, my error remains my concern alone. If indeed you would exalt yourselves above me and use my humiliation against me, then know that God has wronged me and drawn his net around me. Because of what has happened to him, Job feels wronged by God and alienated from everyone. Then Job takes an honest look in the mirror of his soul and asks himself, Why should anyone want to know me? I look disgusting and cursed by God. Have we ever felt alienated? Where was our hope? Job's hope. Even while experiencing physical pain and alienation, Job says, I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand upon the earth. After my skin has been destroyed, yet in flesh I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes, I and not another, how my heart yearns within me. Job 19, 25-27 Job knows that someday after he dies, he will see God. 
he then warns his friends that the Almighty will punish them for their false accusations and pride. Job's friends think that since he has lost all his wealth and fame, Job must be a bad person. But Job says that wealth and fame don't equal righteousness. The judgments of Job's friends are faulty. Job challenges his friends to take an honest look at life. If they have traveled, they will see that evil people don't always get punished in this life. Sometimes they get rich and famous. Many people enjoy watching television programs like The Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Entertainers, movie stars, and sports figures captivate our attention. We admire them and graciously forgive their sins because they are heroes in our minds. We watch them because they are fascinating, even though some may be eccentric. We might envy them because they have what we might not have, extraordinary abilities, wealth, and the opportunity to have or do what they want. Job says, The wicked spend their years in prosperity and go down to the grave in peace, yet they say to God, Leave us alone. We have no desire to know your ways. Who is the Almighty that we should serve him? What would we gain by praying to him? But their prosperity is not in their own hands. So I stand aloof from the counsel of the wicked. What will we do? Will we stand aloof from the counsel of the wicked or join ourselves to them because they are successful? We shouldn't allow the world's false philosophies to change our commitment to Christ. Life isn't about us and our desires for fame and riches. Let's seek God's wisdom and favor. He will provide all we need and contentment if we patiently seek his face. Some may yet alienate or misjudge us, but God sees us and will eventually reward our righteous deeds. Here are some lessons to live by. True friends should console those suffering, not stand aloof or accuse them of sin. If we feel alienated or even disgusting, remember Job's words. These are the focus verses for today. I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes, I and not another. How my heart yearns within me. Job 19, 25-27 Do we know the Redeemer lives? The Redeemer is Jesus Christ, and he paid for our sins and gave us forgiveness, peace, and spiritual life. It is through him that one day we can see God in heaven. Here's another takeaway lesson. We should remember that the wicked's prosperity is not in their own hands. God allows it. Let's be willing to be alienated and misjudged rather than follow their counsel. God will later reward our faithfulness. Join me for a prayer response to today's Bible lesson. Dear Father in heaven, you are holy and righteous, and we long to be like you. Like your son was misjudged, alienated, and crucified, may we patiently bear our sufferings, trusting in you. Even if you give no explanation for our trials and are silent, we know you are present with us. May the testimony of our continued trust in you lead others into your kingdom. We know this is your desire. As our daily bread, please provide us the strength to endure. If we have sinned against you or others, we confess our sins right now and ask for forgiveness. Furthermore, we ask for the grace to forgive others who slander us. Please lead us away from the temptation to despair and give up on you. May even the things we say and do when we are suffering bring glory and praise to you, our God. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. You can find the written version of today's Bible study on our website, www.chronologicalbiblestudies.com. Click by Study on the Day of the Year in the menu, and then choose today's episode, Day 10. In our next episode, we will look at What do we do when we suffer injustice and correction for the wrong doesn't come right away? Find out in our next lesson called Timely Justice. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you can receive the episodes as soon as they are available. Thank you for joining us. Remember, go with God and He goes with you.